get some insights on the news that's shaping the markets. And for that, we welcome in Sam Stovall, Chief Investment Strategist at CFRA. Good morning, Sam. Happy Friday. Great to have you here with us, despite this doom and gloom day. Absolutely. Good to talk to you again, Caroline. Yes, great to see you. So, Sam, your thoughts on this continued sell-off. We have the Dow below 30,000. We have the S&P inching closer to those June lows. What do you make of it all? Is it justified? Is it an overreaction? What should we be thinking? Well, I think it's it's justified based on what the Fed told us earlier this week, that it really is looking to do whatever it can to choke off inflation by raising its target rate by the end of this year, implying 125 basis points of additional tightening between now and year end. So investors are worried that the Fed is going to over tighten. And right now we are challenging the June 16th low. And if we do close with a lower low, history will be rewritten twice because on uh, August 12th, we recovered 50% of this bear market move and no bear market since World War II that has done that has gone on to set a lower low. So if we do retest and break through those lows, what happens then? What's the next key level? Well, there are two additional support levels beyond this. Uh, one would be at 3,500 for the S&P, and then uh, the second one at 3,200. My guess would be that 3,200 would be a stronger support level because when you look to all bear markets since World War II that were accompanied by recession, and I believe that if we're not in one now, we will soon be in a recession, uh, the average decline was 35%. Uh, and a uh, 3,200 level on the S&P would point to a 33% decline. Also, it would bring the P.E. ratio down to about uh, 15 or slightly lower. Uh, and also earnings would probably come in uh, in the coming 12 months at $215 for the S&P 500 rather than the recent estimate of 233 So, Sam, sticking with your historical perspective, we know that Historically speaking, September is a tough month, but sometimes it sets us up for a year-end rally. Is there any reason to think that this is a market that can move higher at this point? Because sentiment seems pretty negative. Absolutely. I like to say that when life gives me lemons, I try to make whiskey sours. Uh, and so what I'd be doing right now is reminding myself that if that June low holds, then we could end up seeing a nice end of year rally. Uh, I say that again because history says that the final three months of midterm election years are among the strongest of the entire four-year presidential cycle. Also, I'm reminded that from October 31 of midterm election years through October 31 of the year after, the S&P posted an average total return of 21% and never declined since World War II. Now, obviously, history is a great guide, but it's never gospel, but it certainly is encouraging. So if probabilities still favor the downside more than the upside, what should investors do? What areas of the market should they hide out in, especially if you say we are, if we're not already in a recession, we're heading into one? Well, in a bear market, there really are no places to hide if you are looking for positive returns. Um, but typically, the defensive areas of consumer staples, healthcare, utilities are among the better relative performers in a bear market. 
The old saying is that when the going gets tough, the tough go eating, smoking and drinking. And if they overdo it, they have to go to the doctor. So it's those areas where the demand for the products and services remains fairly static that tend to hold up best. What's your take on the move that we're seeing in treasuries right now? We have the 10-year around 3.7%. The two-year was near 4.2%. Are bonds the best place to be right now, Sam? Well, I think what we're seeing with a rising interest rate environment, certainly bonds are becoming increasingly attractive for lower risk income oriented investors. But like a seesaw, if yields are going up, prices are going down. So bonds themselves are feeling a price decline. I think that the reason that bonds are going up is because of the strengthening of the US dollar versus global currencies, in particular because Britain indicated that it plans to reduce taxes that could increase their debt level. And as a result, that pushed down the sterling versus the dollar. So, Sam, what's the takeaway for investors at this point? The takeaway is, uh, as we are reminded uh, since the beginning of this year, bear markets can basically appear very, very swiftly and affect people's portfolios uh, very swiftly. But I think investors have to be reminded that this is a natural course within the stock market cycle. And don't let your emotions become your portfolio's worst enemy. Uh, you can do a variety of things, such as uh, tax loss harvesting, meaning you sell one investment and you replace it with a similar investment. You can simply engage in uh, rebalancing of your portfolio uh, and therefore take advantage of lower prices or simply sit on your hands and stop yourself from making a big mistake. So stay the course if you have that longer term time horizon. You know, the quarter's almost over, Sam. So we have the next earnings season to look forward to. A lot of calls that estimates need to come down. Is that the next shoe to drop? Well, estimates have already come down uh, at the beginning of, uh, or I should say at the end of last quarter, it was assumed that the third quarter would see a 10.5% gain in earnings for the S&P 500. Now that estimate is closer to 3%. For all of 2022, instead of a 9% gain in earnings, now it's about 6.5%. And for 2023, again, about a 9% growth rate now is being trimmed to 7%. As I had mentioned earlier, if we do end up breaking below that uh, recent low in June, a 3,200 level on the S&P 500 will probably be accompanied by a reduction in full 12-month uh, earnings to about $215 on the S&P versus the current estimate of about 233 All right. Have to leave it there. Sam, always appreciate your insights and your old adages. Thanks so much for being here. My pleasure. Thanks, Caroline. That was Sam Stovall of CFRA.